Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Mark Fitzgerald, and it's super to have you joining me here today. If you enjoy the podcast, please feel free to leave a review. And if it's your first time here, welcome. And I hope you subscribe or follow and come back and listen to me every week where I try and help you with a little bit of property information and mindset and positivity. So this week we have an absolute belter on our hands because I get asked this question all the time from my students and that is that a lot of landlords are just too greedy to be able to do business with. Now while I will settle this debate on this podcast and I will give you some top tips and also some helpful advice of how to get around this, I also just wanted to share with you that I still have the deal stacking spreadsheet available for anybody who wants it. If you want to download this, you'll find a link in the show notes to be able to click that and download it. If not, go and find me on social media. I'm quite easy to find. Uh, Mark Fitzgerald, or if you go on Instagram, it's Mark Fitzgerald Property underscores. Come and um, click on my bio, and on my bio, once you go into that, you'll see lots of links, and you can just click on the relevant link that you want to use. Easy for you to say, not for me to say at the moment. I'm getting all tongue-tied. So if you want uh, the spreadsheet, if you want the 10-step guide to rent to rent, and any other freebies that I might have, then download those. If you want to subscribe to the newsletter, subscribe to the newsletter as you will get these free when they are released. Every week I send out a little letter. I don't send out spam or anything, but I send out offers and I send out free resources to my newsletters subscribers. So if you've ever bought any of my products or you have actually subscribed, you will get these for free. If you're not getting them for free, then check your spam or junk because they may have ended up in there. So you might have a really good tool or resource that's in your spam or junk that uh, could really, really help you now. So just check that out. It'll be Property Unleashed uh, email from my good self. So look out for that. And like I say, if you want these and you want access to these, Get yourself subscribed to it. So let's move on and let's sort out these greedy landlords. Landlords need to get real. When it comes to landlords, when it comes to negotiating deals, there's a lot of greedy landlords out there that just really haven't got a clue about what you're offering. So how do we get around this and how can we get landlords on side to come and work with us? It's the old no like and trust thing. So you've got to look at it from their perspective. There's a lot of old school landlords out there, but a lot of landlords out there who are quite savvy investors now, but they need to get to know you. They need to know the service that you're going to offer them. So what you'll find with a lot of landlords is they're either self-managing, in which case they don't want to give that little slice of the pie up that they would normally pay a letting agent. And obviously, when you come with your proposal, your proposal is looking like they're going to lose that slice of the pie that they would with a letting agent. So that can make getting deals very, very tricky with landlords who are self-managing. Now, if they're self-managing, but they've come to the end of that and they, they, they just don't know who to trust, 
you need to sort of tell them your services. You need to tell them why you're better than uh, an, a normal standard letting agent that, you know, this is the money that you're going to get over the term. So if it's a five year deal that you are looking to try and do with this landlord, make sure they know the full profit, make sure they know the guaranteed rent that they're going to get over that five years, because things like that will get them thinking differently than it will do when they're just dealing with traditional agents. Now, when it actually comes to the price and the rents and everything, this is where the fun begins because you'll see a landlord that's, you know, rents maybe £2,000 if, you, if you're where I live or whatever. If you're in London, it could be £8,000, but you know what I mean. So the contrast for this, let's just say he's got enough rents that come in and he gets two and a half grand on a five bed, you know, all £500 a room. Um, he, he's, he's not looking at what he pays for the bills. He's not looking at the time that he spends maybe going and fixing stuff for himself because he doesn't want to pay for handy people to do it. He, he just looks at the end product, which is five and a half grand. So if you want to take my property on a rent out, I want five and a half grand off of you. That's the mindset of a landlord that thinks he's dealing with a tenant. Now, when you have a student, sometimes you have a chief tenant or a lead tenant. In which case then there's somebody that normally has the guarantor and everything like that. And they make sure everybody else who stays in the house, i.e. all their friends, pays the rents. You can have that. But some old landlords are used to that sort of thing. Uh, or or they're not. In, in the case that they, they do have individual tenants there, but they're just not running it as a business. And you will find there's a lot of people out there that have HMOs that maybe got a bit of training on how to convert an HMO, that maybe thought HMOs were the, were the golden nugget that they, they can be, but were never taught that they're systems, that they are a business, that they're not a passive income, uh, and they get disheartened, and they manage it themselves, they find they're losing money, uh, and they can get themselves into a lot of problems. So if you're dealing with these sort of landlords, how do we get the deals? How can we actually change their mindset? And as I say, a lot of it can be to show them how much guaranteed rent they're actually going to get. But the simplest thing to do is to break it down, break it down for them, maybe even break it down with them. You know, if you're coming up to negotiations with a landlord like that, I wouldn't just send across your proposal or ring them up and talk to them about your proposal. I would actually try and get a meeting with them if it's possible. Even if they live, you know, quite far away, make that effort to go down and see them. Make that effort to go down, sit down with them and write everything out. So you get two and a half grand's worth of rent. That's superb. How much do you pay for your electricity? How much do you pay for your gas? How much do you pay for council tax if it's not students? How much do you pay for a cleaner? How much do you pay for um, somebody to cut the grass and everything if it's not you? If it is you, how long do you think you spend on that? Maybe, maybe over the course of a year. And then what's the going rate in that area for somebody to cut the grass? You know, if it's £10 an hour, £20 an hour, £40 an hour, I don't know. But that needs to be accounted for. You know, if you need to change a tap and it takes you three hours, an hour to get the tap and a couple of hours messing about, turning off all the water, changing the tap, that's three hours. So maintenance, how, how often do you do maintenance? How often do you travel to the property? Just break all of these things down. And you can put really for your area, how much it costs sort of trades, maybe reduce it a bit because that they won't, if, it, if it's trades people, they'll say, well, I don't, I don't charge for that. I don't do, I just do it. And you know, you'll have to do the same. They get into this sort of thing. Don't worry about it, but break it down in front of them. 
and then say, right, at the end of the day, once you've paid your bills, let's say all the bills are 500 quid. Then let's say there's a maintenance there, which is about 300 odd quid. And then there's 200 pounds for voids each month over 12 months. So you're actually making 1500 quid. Yeah. Now, if you're going to use us, it's going to be a management fee on top of that. So what's your average um HMO manager in the area who's actually worth their salt charging. Now that might be 12%, 50%, 18%. Look at what it is and then take that percentage off as well because they need to understand that they're not getting your services for free. They're getting your services as a management company. So if you break it all down to them in such a way that they can see the bottom line of what they actually are getting, they'll know themselves whether they are getting that or not. Then you say your management fee obviously comes off the two and a half grand because it's it's fully tenanted. So if it's 10%, you know, break that down. You take that off as well. There is a proposal there where you can roughly offer them a guaranteed rent. And I would always knock a little bit more off for a guaranteed rent because it's a guaranteed rent. But it'll open their eyes up to where they need to be, to the ballpark that they need to be at. Okay, so if you sit down and you break down these elements one stage at a time with them, get them almost to agree as you're going. So, so your gas is 80 quid, your electrics 75 quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it a bit more? Okay. Yep. No problem. Your, your, your council tax. Now you can do your homework on the council tax and know pretty much what it is beforehand. So if they try and give you a figure that doesn't amount up, you can, you can say, well, they lied a bit about the council tax. Then what else are they lying about? So just make sure that your own figures are good. But work it all out and then break it all down in front of them and say, at the end of the day, that's what you're actually making. This is what I'm going to offer you. How does that sound? Uh, and it will just open up a lot of the eyes of these landlords that just are completely wacko out there that just want top dollar. Now, if they still don't come to the party, there's nothing else you can do. You've done your bit. You've tried everything possible. You can table that offer. You can say, if you ever change your mind, please come back to me. Jobs are good. In. Now, if you're going to do work on the property, yeah, that's another thing to put into there, whether you want to pay for the work, whether you want them to pay for the work. Uh, what I would say is, you know, it's entirely up to you. You can you can put um, your own money in and then obviously recoup that money through your profits. You can ask them to pay for the works or you can ask for a 50 50. Um, so it's entirely up to you how you want to do that. You can also uh, say you'll do the work, but it will come off of the rent. So maybe 250 quid a month comes off of the rent until whatever you've paid out for the works is paid back. Um, but you can work it out whichever way you like. Everything's negotiable. Everything is there to be used and played with. You just got to make sure that it's a win-win deal. Everybody wants maximum money. Everybody wants maximum uh, cash flow if they can get it. But you'll also find there's some landlords out there that just want a problem taken away from them. They just want their property looked after. They just want somebody they can trust to come in there and take a headache away from them. And it doesn't really matter about the money. They're not, they don't care that much. They just want the hassle taken away. They want their asset looked after, but they may just need to know how it works as a business. And if you can point it out to them that this is how it works as a business, um, and you can do your homework on this, so you can already have rough numbers or rough guide already there. So it's not so daunting when you're doing it with the landlords. You can sort of almost make, make a little box thing, maybe even have what you think down one column and then fill a column in with them and just say, you know, this, this is where we are. This is what we're at. And this is why I'm going to propose this guaranteed rent to you. If you can point those things out, Again, you'll be a step ahead of everybody else. You may even help you get some more deals, and I hope it does. And if it does, and if it does, 
please remember to let me know. Drop me a message. Come and join us in the Rent to Rent Business Builder or Property Unleashed Facebook groups and let me know. Reach to me on social media and let me know in your messages how or if any of the uh, tips that I've shared with you have helped you in any way. Also, if you're looking to start a rent to rent business or you have already started a rent to rent business but have plateaued, my rent to rent Business Builder in 90 Day Program is starting very, very soon. Come and get involved. Come and join the community. Come and join the program. It will change your life. It will change your outlook. It's not just about how to find deals. It's everything from mindset to finding deals to actually getting the best from your deals, finding the tenants, building the business, keeping momentum, you name it, it's in there. It's basically a roadmap of the journey I have taken to get to where I am today. So if you'd like to come and join us on that journey and have me there support you and answer your questions as and when you need them, come and join the Rent to Rent Business Builder in 90 days. If not, as I say, plenty of free resources out there. Keep uh, liking the podcast. I also have a small YouTube channel where I put a few videos on there. And also, as I say, we have the spreadsheets. uh, We have the PDFs that can help you build your business, that will give you advice. There's so much that I'm putting out there really just to try and help people take that action, move forward, do something in your life that you're proud of and something that you're passionate about because we all do so much in our lives where we're not passionate about it. All you've got to really do is focus on something, find what you're going to be passionate about, find what works for you. If you're needing cash flow, you want to be going for a cash flow in strategies. If you're not, if you're not looking for cash flow, you just want, so to speak, the big prize funds, then you can look to flip properties and, and renovate properties and things if you're not waiting for any money to come your way but whatever it is make sure it's the right thing for you now i've taken up enough of your time today so i'll see you all next week you all take care now and bye for now thank you for listening guys i hope you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe and share the podcast with others and if you could take a minute to leave the show a review that would really mean a lot to me as well lastly why not head over to the property unleashed facebook group And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.